Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. Episode 12, Fireproof. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. And this is actually a special broadcast. Uh, Tony and I are a little behind the times and just finished. But we were doing our date night. We were doing date night. We, we just... Oh, go. Sorry, I'm, I'm <laughs> stepping over you. I'm all excited. You're very excited. We just finished watching the movie Fireproof, uh, which you know came out, I believe it was last year. And it's a movie with Kirk Cameron. And just a heads up to everybody, Elisa and I are not huge movie buffs. We are not spending money to go see a premiere. And today, my brother works for DreamWorks, and today is the release of How to Train Your Dragon. We're recording this on Friday night. Yes, this is a Friday night. And so to say that we are movie buffs is an, an, a huge overstatement. It doesn't even rank. No, it doesn't. Just because we've chosen not to, that's just an area where we choose not to spend our money. Right. Um, we enjoy watching movies, but we do it from our own home where we don't have to pay upwards of 20 to $30 just to get in the door. Right. And and that's something that you and I agree upon. Right. Yeah. It, yeah it's not It's not anything that I'm sitting here and griping about. Um, or I'm griping about. Plus, you know, Tony has to typically go to the bathroom at least once or twice through a movie. Hey, 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 hey. So, Come on now. you know, it's nicer just to be able to pause it as opposed to be like, great, now I'm sitting in a theater by myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> I almost made it all the way through Fireproof. You got to the last three minutes. I know. I did. I, d- I was very proud of myself. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Three minutes, dude. I, I Sorry. Thank God for the pause button. I know. But anyhow, back to why we are recording Tonight. This special, uh, the special broadcast, and it really has to do with the fact that this movie uh, really moved us. I think for me, uh, it was man, it was our life. It, it was looking at our life on the big screen, and it really moved me. Talk more about that. I just could see how. And I'm not saying we were at the point where we were going, where we weren't talking to each other. Well, there are times in our lives when we didn't talk to each other. We've been there. Yeah. It, it, it was just from the outside looking in. It was almost like being above what we've gone through over the last 14 years mm-hmm. in our marriage and looking down upon it and just sort of this, oh my gosh, that was me. Oh my gosh, that was me. Mm. And and so that's why it really moved me. Yeah. I mean it was a, it was a very a very powerful movie um on a lot of levels. I think you know as we've done more marriage coaching, we've had more experience with other couples. I'm seeing I'm seeing the story that was on that screen played out over and over and over again. And not just right. in our marriage, 
but in the marriages of those people around us. Yep. And that was really, um, it was, it was almost hard to watch because there was so much truth in the movie in terms of, you know, when people start to pull away mm-hmm. and when there's just so much anger and resentment and, and, and you know, you know, that's that scene when he was just all up in her face in the kitchen and he was just yelling at her. I, I could, ju- that was me. I don't remember you ever doing that. Not towards you. Oh, towards Alex. But that was me. Mm-hmm. Just the, the bitterness and the anger and the hurt, you yeah, know, there was a lot going on. And so that, that really hit me. Mm-hmm. Hard. No, it was never towards you. I never let it out towards you. No. But Alex, Alex got the brunt of that. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And he knows. And he does. I mean, that's um, unfortunately for Alex. I think he bears being the oldest. He has been in a position because of when we lost Andrew and with the other stuff that we were dealing on within our lives. Mm-hmm he has at a tender age had to bear a lot in the imperfection of his parents. Yeah. And, uh, and that's when we, you know, just really started turning our lives over to Christ, mm-hmm. you know, just really starting to go, God, if you're real, there's something needs to change. I'm selfish. I'm angry. I'm hurt. And that's why this movie really touched me. And it, it, it hit me. There were many times through this movie where I was crying. Mm-hmm. Tears were flowing. I mean, man, it, it it was it was good, in my opinion. A year and a half after it come it came out, but better late than never. Better late than never. So if you haven't seen it, go pick it up for sure. Definitely yeah. go pick it up. And I definitely think we'll probably be um, checking out the Love Dare. It's the book, a, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you know, I think one of the things that struck me as Kirk Cameron's character was talking about the love dare and his struggles with it. And, you know, that whole, that whole concept, you know, there were a few things that really hit me. One was it's not going to work if your heart's not in it. Yep. If you're just going through the motions just to say, you know what, I'm working on my marriage, but your, your heart is not there. Then really you're just going through the motions right it's not and your spouse is gonna know your spouse is gonna i mean you know there's the scene where you know she shows up and there's the flowers that look like they were picked by the side of the road yeah those were those were bad those were bad those were bad flowers and you know i even saw those flowers and i'm like grief (laughs) seriously (laughs) i mean we don't do flowers that's another thing we agree on um every once in a while every once in a while but it's not i'm not i'm not one of those women that expect flowers and that we do a lot of flowers but even seeing that bouquet on the table, I was like, ooh, dude. Yeah, not- he was better off not getting flowers. Yeah, that would have gone farther. But, you know, so there was there was that aspect of it that you have to be, you have to have your heart in it and you have to be committed to it. And, mm-hmm. you know, and then at the end when she asks him, what day are you on? Because she's found the love dare. Right. And he tells her I'm on day 43 and she says back to him, but there are only 40 days. And, he said, well, there's nothing that said I didn't, you know, that I had to stop right. or that I couldn't keep going. And to see the transformation that happened in his character by changing himself 
And that was, that was what was so powerful to me is that he stopped trying to change her. He stopped putting all of the blame and responsibility for everything wrong. Well, it's all her fault. You know, he told all of these other characters in the movie, it's her fault. If she would stop nagging me, if she would be more appreciative, if she would respect me. And when he started working on himself, even though it took a good month before she even, there was even a glimmer of response and then she's still serving him with the divorce papers. Um, You know, when she finally started to put the pieces together to realize he, something is going on here. Mm -hmm. He's a different man. And, you know, to realize that his character. One thing I want to bring up real quick and, and you brought it up was how he was always looking at her as being, he was always trying to change her. He wasn't taking any personal accountability. And the reason I bring up personal accountability, because I picked up a, a great book off of our bookshelf this week again, called the question behind the question QBQ by John Miller. And it's all about personal accountability and everything I saw in that those scenes in the beginning were, well, why does she do this to me? Or why doesn't she, why doesn't she respect me? And why can't she just do this? And what is wrong with her? And the personal accountability is all, is all about what can I do Mm -hmm. to make a difference in this marriage? Well, and it was just, it was very telling when he, you know, when she, they have this interchange about or exchange about where he is. And then he gets down and asks for her forgiveness. And at the end, at the end. And she says, I need some time. Yeah. And his character at the beginning of the movie would have probably jumped down her throat. What do you mean that you need time? You know, I I could almost hear what would have happened 40 days ago where he would have just been all over her. You know, I've been trying so hard and you're not appreciating. But what happened halfway through the, what happened halfway through the love dare? He put his heart into it and he accepted Christ. Right. And I think that's that's, the big one. That's the big one. I mean, you know, he, he he submitted himself. mm -hmm. He, he laid his life down before God and said, I am broken. I am hurt. I am messed up. I need you, Lord. Right. And that, that is when his life turned around. Right. And that is when his marriage began to turn around. Because he, now understood that he was forgiven mm-hmm. from by Christ. And what was that line? Oh, uh, when he's like, uh, when he's talking to his dad. Yes. Okay. And he says, you know, what am I supposed to do when I just love her and love her and love her? And all I do is get rejected. And his dad is standing underneath the cross. Right. And his dad says, it's like, think about that, man, that, that hit hard. That, that was a very big one. When his dad turned it around on him and said, you've done the same thing. To Christ. To our Heavenly Father. And, and how many times have we done that? Many a time. More times than I would care to count. Mm-hmm. More times than probably can be counted. Yep. Uh, but that's where the change came. That's where the change came. The sub, the, just the sub, submitting his life over mm-hmm. and relinquishing it and changing, making that change from the inside out, which I thought was just so awesome. Yeah. I mean, it was a very... It's one of those movies that I think we'll watch... Again, again, mm-hmm. and again, it's, it's a movie that if your marriage is in a good place, I recommend you watching it. I think so. Because it's going to make you stand up and note, you know, take note of where you're at and, and where you could be. Mm-hmm. If you're in a not so good place, 
I think this movie offers hope. Most definitely. I think it offers a plan. Well, and I know in our, our church, they actually did the love dare. Mm-hmm. Some very good friends of ours who are a part of the marriage ministry and love them to death, Mark and Sandy. Um, they, they did that and they had a wonderful group and have done the love dare at our church in a small group setting. And, and that's something, you know, that really hit me that, you know, it's 40 days. Is your marriage worth 40 days? Yeah. Kirk Cameron's dad asks him, is there anything, anything in you that wants to save this marriage? And I really thought the answer was, I mean, even though obviously that would be a very short movie, I really thought he was going to come back with no. I mean, he was mm-hmm. so hostile and so angry that... The, you know, and even something that the hostility came from that, that selfishness and the financial tension because he was saving up for his boat, his beloved boat. And what caught me was on day, I think, 23, he's, he's on the computer and he's looking at his boat and all of a sudden, maybe in the background, and I'm just, I'm just reading into this, but maybe in the background, he may have had some pornography going on. And this was brought up earlier in the, in the movie, right. how she was telling him, you need to get out of that junk. It, it, and, and then she's telling her mom in, in another scene of how it makes her feel so basically ugly. Right. She, she told her mom she felt humiliated. Humiliated from look, because he looks at this stuff and why doesn't, you know, I'm reading into this, but again, having looked at pornography as much as I did and having talked to you as much as I have about it, I, I know what's going on there. Right. But anyways, in this scene... All of a sudden, he's looking at his boat. He's lusting after his boat that he saved up so much money for. And a pop-up comes up. And it says, you know, want to see what's behind this? Click here. And I could sense that struggle. And oh my God, I've been there. That struggle when you're just looking at it and you're going, should I or shouldn't I? Should I or shouldn't I? And there were times in the movie where he he just went right into it. Mm -hmm. And in this moment, though, and and my heart was beating. I mean, my heart was really beating for him because I was like, come on, man. Turn it off. Turn it off. Walk away. Just do it. And what shocked me was that he turns it off, but all of a sudden the next scene is he's outside with a baseball bat. He has a monitor screen up on the table and he's bashing it. Right. And then he's getting the the whole computer, you know, the desktop, and he, it's right out there too, and he's bashing that. And I'm like, right on how many of us need to do that me included and it's all with pornography but you know social media and everything Mm -hmm. else that i get sucked up into but i was just like right on brother yeah that was a very dramatic and his father called them parasites Mm -hmm. he in the love dare they call them parasites these things that attach to you that can start destroying your marriage addictions alcohol drugs pornography mm-hmm. and yeah and she, you know you almost knew that was going to come to a head somewhere in the story because of the fact that she walks in on him early on and you know she calls mom she's like do you erase your history yo that's right you know because she he hears her walking in and he's you can tell he's like trying to yep. click all the windows closed and yeah and he's just been there. there i've been there and you're, yeah, you're trying to get it down fast enough so no one fast catches enough, you. and then he just turns off the monitor because right. he can't get it closed fast. Well, enough. because those darn pop-ups kept coming up. Oh, bummer, pop-ups. Well, but I'm just saying, yeah. I, I know I've been right. there. I, I I know what he was going through, and I know the 
anxiety. The anxiety that was going through him mm-hmm. there. I totally know that feeling. And, you know, she made, it was very well written in that, you know, she really goes into what it made her feel like. You know, she tells her mom at one point in time, when did I become not good enough for him? Mm-hmm. When, when did he get to the point where he's more satisfied with what he can see on a computer screen than what he than what see. he's got in front of him. And and she was cute. I mean, she, she was, was an attractive woman. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if we're going to talk about hey, the, the characters in this movie, she was a hot woman. I mean, I, she's I'm, attractive. I, yes, I, I'm happy to come home to you every night. I think you're hot. In this sense, I would say, hey, if that's your wife, dude, you should be loving on that, right? You know, <gasps> lovely. <laughs> no, but it's true. And I and I love that they really they took it to uh, such a degree that he did go smash up the computer. I mean, that was very, you know, in this day and age, we're so attached to our electronics right. that for him to take the computer out and smash it in front of the neighbors, which, you know, neighbors were comic relief. Yes. But for him to do that was very Be- significant. Right. Because then she comes home. And she sees the monitor and the desktop in the trash can. And all all the while, though, here's here's what's going on on her side, though. She's obviously ready to pull out because of the the early scenes when he, he is all up in her face, yelling, screaming. I mean, he's inches from her face. And I could only imagine the terror that she's in. Mm-hmm. Really. Oh, very much so. I was just I, I like, mean, is he going to hit her? What's he, you right. know, what's he going to do? Because I mean, that is that is a very scary place to be. Mm-hmm. And what ends up happening after that, though, where she works at the hospital, an emotional affair starts coming on. Right. And she starts building one up with one of the doctors. So you can almost sense as he's going through all his crap and he's trying to figure out hers, She's she's pulling away because she is having this emotional affair at work. Right. And there's no communication going on between them as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that was the other side of this where it really, wow, it, it really hit me over the head where we have talked to numerous folks who have their, their they are trying to make a change in themselves. Mm-hmm. But what we have to remember is what's going on with that other spouse too. Right. You you know, because she was pulling away and that's, you know, even though he was trying to do as much as he could, she, she was out. She, she was clocked out Yeah. because there was somebody else already loving on her. Well, and, and she said it, you know, she says it's so nice to have somebody who notices me, who appreciates me, who listens to me, who's interested in me. All of those things that our spouse, that, that's the role our spouse is supposed to fulfill. And when our spouse isn't doing that, it opens the door for the first person that will. Right. And, and that's where she was. I mean, she was, so, uh, she was so emotionally checked out of her own marriage that a little extra attention from a doctor at the, you know, at the hospital was enough to say, you know what? He notices me. He likes me. He's not screaming in my face. Yeah. You know, and he turned out to be not such a great guy after all. Yeah. You know, and that was the other scene that got my heart beating. Which one? Well, as okay. So the, the divorce papers were served Mm -hmm. and he's like, 
he's devastated. Caleb is. Caleb Kirk is, Cameron's yeah. character. Caleb is devastated. I mean, he's on the ground, back to the wall, balling. Mm-hmm. And then he starts cleaning up around the house and he finds the letter from Dr. Calvin there. I think that was his name. Gavin. Dr. Gavin. And man, so the next scene is he's at the hospital and man, he gets face to face with that doctor and just lets him have it. And I got to give the dude kudos on that, man. That's, you know what? He was fighting for his life and for his love. And interestingly enough, he never confronted her on it or threw it in her face. He did not. He, he held that in check and didn't come down so hard on her that I think that was a great, I, I think, I think he realized how precarious his situation with her was and knew that if he even a- attempted to confront her on this, she was out the door. Right. She, those papers would have been signed. It, it was done. And so he went to the source of the problem. Well, one of the sources of the problem, you know, I think a lot of this movie was him, slowly chopping down the problems mm-hmm. in their marriage. But he went back to this doctor and said, I, I'm here first and she is my wife yeah. and, and I am fighting for her and I love her and I'm married. So I think I've got first dibs, which <laughs> oh, he said, I have a head start. I have a head start. So, you know, that was another one of those scenes where you see him fighting. And I think it goes back to that line at the very beginning that you never leave your partner even in a fire, especially in a fire. Right. Oh, yes. That, I mean, that was, you know, as their, you know, this firefighter story is woven in through this love story. Um, you know, that was a message that was replayed over and over and over again. You never leave your, your partner. partner. You never leave your partner. Yeah. And I think that's a message that's really gotten lost in our society. Mm-hmm. You know, divorces are very easy. Well, I mean, obviously they made they showed it in this movie. I mean, it was a very hey, I got to talk to my lawyer. He was telling his dad, mm-hmm. and you know, and that's when his dad said, "Listen, wait, wait to talk to your lawyer. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send you something in the mail." Right. Y- you know, and she was already there, yeah. but there was there are some really good scenes. It obviously uh, moved us so much that we finished the movie about 1045 at night, our time. And we're sitting there as the credits are rolling and Tony's like, you got half an hour. And I honestly... She, she thought I was talking about sex. I honestly thought he was talking about sex. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, oh. Love it. Okay, this is you know my set of nights. But you know, I guess every once in a while, it's okay if you know he makes the move on my night. I did that on his night a couple weeks ago. Um, and so I'm like... Well, yeah, I guess, you know, kind of confused because he just usually not so forward on my nights. And so it's like, okay, let's get to the mic. So we're going to podcast. And I'm like, oh, that's not where I thought this was going. Well, you know what? I love, I love our community and I love our folks. And I just felt like, man, this was something that was so touching. And again, I said it earlier in the podcast. It was one of those things where I was able to look from above mm-hmm. and look down and go, holy crap, that has been our marriage. That has been the crap that we've dealt with and in different ways, but I can say and I can look at it and I can go, that's when Christ entered. 
that's when changes were made. Mm -hmm. That's when my selfishness and all about me left. And, and I can see those steps and it's, it's not saying that I'm perfect folks, but that I have committed and Elisa has too, and she'll agree that we've committed to each other. And there are times when we, when we mess up and we fall down, but we pick ourselves right back up and we just go at it. And you know, Here's the thing, and we'll end it on this, I think, is end of the movie, and we're doing this. And I don't know when, but we're going to do this, and we're inviting everybody to come. They got married, right? And they got married, and it was a contract. Their original their, their original, original wedding. Their original mm-hmm. wedding, right? Because they weren't believers. They got They got married as a contract, and at the end, they remarry themselves. They get remarried. And it's with the covenant, under the covenant of God. Mm-hmm. And and we need to do that. It's been something that's on your heart for a while because you've been talking about this for probably, well, you, you mentioned it probably about a year ago. Mm-hmm. And I think seeing a movie like this where they say so straightforward, you know, the first time around was a contract. And we, you know, you guys all know we got married young. 22 and 23. We weren't believers at the time. I think we need to do it. I, I think we got married as a, con- you know, I mean, we, we did, we did. I mean, it was an agreement, you know, um, and we've gone through our stuff, but I think that's what we need to do. It may be this anniversary. We just need to do it. We got to pick a place. We'll have Pam and Ken marry us. Those are the family, uh, our, our marriage, marriage and family pastors at our church. Yeah. What do you say? Sounds like a plan. Let's do it. You got anything else? Uh, You know what? I just, hopefully we haven't ruined the movie too much. (laughs) For those of you that haven't seen it, I I would say. It's a year and a half later. (laughs) You probably, well, you know, there could be people, there could be people like us that haven't seen it. And so I I hope, and if you have seen it, watch it again. Yeah. Watch it again. If you've gone through the love dare, let us know how it went for you. I would love, I would to, love hear to hear yeah. from people that have gone through love dare because um, I'm sitting here as we're on mm-hmm. the recording, you know, looking it up and saying, okay, you know what? This is going to be the next thing that we do um, together because it's, there's always room for improvement no matter where you are in your marriage, no matter where you are personally. And, you owe it to your spouse to change yourself and to stop putting all of the blame for all of the problems on them. Mm -hmm. Because quite honestly, no matter what your circumstances are, it's not all their fault. It's not. It takes two. It takes two. And so make the commitment today, whenever you're listening to this, Make the commitment to start working on yourself. Mm-hmm. Pray for your spouse, but work on yourself. Yeah. And then see what happens. Believe that God will meet you where you are to make the changes that you need and desire in your marriage. You know, it's, it's too big a deal to leave it to chance. So don't. Commit, recommit to your spouse to make your marriage better. Amen to that.
So if you've got your own love dare story, if you've figured out ways to fireproof your marriage, we would love to hear from you. You can call and leave feedback on our caller feedback line at eight. Please do, please. You're cutting me off. Sorry. <laughs> at 858-754-9937. You can also email us at askalisa at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Or Tony at asktony at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. Leave a comment on our Facebook fan page. At the blog. At, on the blog. I comment here. There are so many ways that you can reach out to the community. And, you know, if you've been through this struggle and you've made it through because you committed to your spouse, you recommitted and said, I am going to change me. We want to hear your stories. We want to hear what, what you were able to do mm-hmm. to make it work. And so we thank you guys as always for listening. Uh, you m- mean more to us than you can possibly know. Uh, and so we just want to say thank you and pre- hope you enjoy this sort of extra special edition this week. Yep. We love you guys.